Hello and a warm welcome to the Maven People Change podcast. This is the place to find thoughtful and heartfelt conversations about leadership and organisation development. Each episode is created with our listeners in mind, so if you have a suggestion for a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about, please do get in touch with us on mail, M-A-I-L, at maven.co.uk. Maven are thought leaders in the area of leadership and organisation development and have a wealth of experience in this area. We have a thriving community and offer regular free events such as our Artful Ways webinars, which you can find out more details about on our website, maven.co.uk. So that's M-A-Y-V-I-N.co.uk. New for this year, we're launching our exciting master's programme, which is an MA in People and Organisation Development. Again, you can find lots more details and information on our website. You can also find us on Twitter and LinkedIn, and we'd love to connect with you there as well. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please do leave us a review on your favourite platform to help us grow our audience. Thanks so much for being here, and we hope you enjoy listening. Towards the end of last year, we published an animation with a conversation between Carolyn Norgate and Sophie Tidman about what it is they think that makes Maven a bit different, a bit special, and a bit unique. We've had some really lovely feedback about it, so we thought we'd share the full conversation between Sophie and Carolyn here as a podcast episode. Some of the feedback we got included, I love the animation, it is so clever and so Maven. Moving towards the mess, it's brave, and that's my experience of Maven. The mess does not phase Maven. Thanks as always for your support and wise words every time we connect. Really love the video, so yes, the mess really resonated with me. Love the ethos. Say yes to the mess and working in the complexity and not fixed states really resonated with me. Aside from saying yes to the mess, in this episode, Carolyn and Sophie talk about the excitement of offering a master's, what it is they love about working at Maven, how they discovered Maven, the Maven approach to leadership training and the wonderful Maven community. So without further ado, here's their chat. So Maven... Maven. We're a leadership and organisational development consultancy. So what makes us different? What makes us special? Yeah. So what makes Maven special to me and why I joined, I think, is because we place relationships at the heart of everything we do. And that's always, um, that really resonated with me. In my previous career, I always saw relationships as the things that actually drove change at the end of the day. Mm. And it's really refreshing to come to a place where that's deeply acknowledged mm. and embedded in the in who Maven are, not just what we say. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So for a client, what might that mean? Placing relationships at the heart of what we do. I think that means we get we get very close to the grain of your work. We really want to understand what's going on for you. We're facilitating a conversation around some of the messy stuff around mm. not just the stuff that's on the surface but what else is going on um yeah and deeply curious in people mm. i think mm. like um intrigued and, and not not judging it's quite a gentle place i mm. feel like and we're not attached to any way things should be we mm. we meet clients we meet you where where you're at mm. Mm. um so we don't turn up with judgment around what should and shouldn't happen next, mm. where you should and shouldn't be. We turn up with questions, ready to talk. Yeah. So we're that, yeah, we're that guide at your side. And be totally being present, I think, mm. to whatever's there. And I think that's 
when Maven talks about being in complexity, mm. that's what that is really not mm. not searching not seeing you as a problem to solve mm. Mm. um not searching for answers but but being open to to what's happening and where there's energy to go to and mm. and and following the thread mm. so your organization i really like that phrase you're not a problem to solve your yeah. organization isn't a problem to solve the world is more complex than that so how do we help you get some insight into what's happening right now what are the patterns what in what you're doing is productive every system mm. something's working otherwise it wouldn't exist mm. um and what is it that you need to change or want to change or need to respond to out in the world yeah and this is the other thing about being really relationship and people centered i think maven is is a very positive organization not in a kind of uh, happy clappy way <laughs> we're generally you know pretty low-key but building on what's already there mm. um, and applying, seeing kind of the strengths mm. in what's existing. Mm. Um, mm. And helping you, you, your staff, people on programs, helping them see that. I was with a group earlier and asked them a question about their strengths at the moment and asked them how that felt like, because I know often it's not where people start. Mm. And I could really see, albeit on teams, a kind of, a sense of as people were nodding, I guess we don't normally think about that. It's not it's not where we start. Yeah. It's because it's that. tough for a lot of our clients, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's tough the world's tough, the world's messy, there's a lot of ambiguity. So taking a moment to think actually what's working right now um, can be quite refreshing but also quite confronting. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think we do aim to confront you with what's happening in the here and now, um, to have that conversation about the here and now as opposed to where is it, uh, as opposed to only where is it where you're trying to go. Yeah, um, carving out that space where you can have the honest conversations uh, and the challenge and still feel safe. Yeah, supported, held, someone is, yeah, that guide at your side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you were talking about Facilitative leadership. Yeah, we see leadership as a as a process, as something that whether your job title has leader in it or not, you're showing up often in a leaderful way. You're needing to support, challenge, guide what you're doing, what a group of people are doing, how to resolve an issue. As an ongoing process of leadership, there's an ongoing adaptive process. And so... A lot of what we're doing is having, you know, what we do is a facilitative process as well. So we're, we're often creating those small spaces of reflection and insight to enable some action, some wise action. Mm. Um, that first couple of steps to iterate. There's a double duty in that because some of what we're doing, that's our role to do that. But when we're working with leaders, there's also helping them develop that skill as well. Yeah, so working close to the grain mm. of the work, doing the work, but also at a level above, mm. sort of seeing what's actually happening here, mm. reflecting on it, so that there's learning at the centre of everything. Yeah, continuous process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So often our programs have that double duty in them. So we'll often be working through using a particular process with a group of leaders or with a group of HR or ID practitioners. And it's in service of 
some thinking we want to do together. But it's, we're also modeling how you can have a conversation like that in a relatively short space of time or how you can have a conversation like that online with a large group of people and get everyone's voices heard or captured in some way. Um, so you can now use that in your work. We give you that process as part of it. We don't just use the process on the program. Mm, yeah. When I joined Maven, I was sort of, I'm quite blown away by the level of expertise and, and it's quite an intellectual place in lots of ways. But at the same time, everything's about the practice of leadership mm. and the practice of being in relationship with people when things are difficult. It's really staying in a space when it's difficult, when it's charged. The practice of being yourself, <laughs> the ongoing practice yes. of, of creating ourselves. It, it just so happens that many of the people we work with are leaders, so we talk about leadership a lot. But um. yeah, that ongoing practice in whatever role you're in, but that's also your life. Yeah, um, and your life is a piece of art. Mm. Yeah. And a work in progress. We're all works in progress. I think that's one of the really interesting things when we talk about organisations with people is that sense of organisations as a work in progress. We often talk about being in beta mode. There's There's that real sense of we need to get from where we are now to there, as if as if they're fixed states. Hmm. So helping people see that we've moved a bit and some things are different. Let's just notice what's different. Yeah. What might the next move be to make it a bit more different? Mm, nice. That's okay that we're in beta mode. We're actually we're always in beta mode. Yeah. What's the next step towards mm. better? Mm. And I think that in the comp you mentioned complexity earlier. That in the complex. Often we d what we're dealing with is complexity, not following a recipe. So we don't turn up with a recipe into our uh, clients' worlds. We turn up with that curiosity we talked about earlier. We turn up with questions, ready to build a relationship, ready to help you navigate. Mm. But we don't bring we don't bring a map with us, but we bring a, maybe a way of, of reading your map. Yeah, and I find that refreshing. You can see a million tools being used across Maven, like w within the Maven community knowledge bank. But when we come to our work, we use them sparingly when we need to, when it kind of really feels right with a client. And that adds to that sense of just being alongside people. I kind of think of Maven sometimes as sort of standing against the thingification <laughs> of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can see it in the way that um, there's so many nouns, especially when anybody talks about bureaucracy. Everything's nounified. Uh, there's not much doing action. And people are kind of thought of sometimes as a kind of very solid, mm. static things. Mm. Whereas in Maven, we help clients understand the life and things, the energy mm. and things at all times. And, mm. uh, and to yeah. bring that into their work and make it feel more alive, mm. make their organisations feel more alive because they are, they're, mm. they're like organisms, they're not machines. Yeah, they're full of people with yeah. beating hearts <laughs> and curious brains. Mm. And when they get thingified and when the work around them gets thingified, it feels like all of that can get a bit dulled. Yeah. Um, so I think there is something really interesting in that. Sometimes it's a bit of a waking up. Not that I really like that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> an awakening. An awakening. <laughs> Enabling an awakening. Well, it's full of potential, isn't it? It can be quite unsettling, but also very exciting, I think. Mm. 
there's something about what the spirit of an organization is. Mm. And if it's a bit dulled, it's like, actually, how can you give that a bit more space? That collective pattern of all those people interacting. How can you uh, really nurture that spirit and enable it to thrive? So many organizations at different points over the last 18 months during the pandemic, I think survival has been paramount in a way that it often isn't. And I think people are turning back now more to, okay, where are we going longer term? This is not the world we predicted we might be in in 2021. Mm. But can we turn back to what we're going to need to do to thrive? What's the conversations we need to be having? How do we support people? How do we do lots of good stuff? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a deep care, I, I feel, that we have for our clients. You need to do... To do that work, you need to have a deep care, mm. but also a belief so that they're not going to break. Mm. Organisations, people don't break. Relationships don't break. Mm. Um, so going towards the trouble mm. can be yeah. really give energy, give life to an organisation mm. and move it into a whole new possibility, Yeah, new array of possibilities. Yeah. So really have a good look at the mess, not sweep <laughs> it under the carpet. Say yes to the mess. <laughs> yeah. So we're starting a master's next year. This I spoke to someone yesterday talking about working in a consultancy. I hadn't seen them for quite a while, just updating them what I was doing. And then mentioned the master's. What are you, why, why are you doing a master's? That seems, he was like, so what's the, what's the return on? Like, are you going to get clients from that? And it's a project of passion, really. I mean, ultimately, yes, we hope it makes some money. But I love the fact that it's a small organisation and we're about to do this enormous <laughs> thing. We're about to run a master's program. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. It is a passion project, um, but it's a passion project based on how we position ourselves in the field of organisation, of organisational change, of organisational theory, of organisational practice, most particularly. We think we are, we seek to be leaders in that field. We have done a huge amount of work with a variety of public and private sector clients during our lifetime, which has been about developing... OD, organisational change, anyone really who's curious about how organisations work and change. And we've gradually developed an accredited master's level programme. We've kind of built it from the ground up. So we've got a certificate level, we've got a diploma level. And so why not start to, you know, build it up and make it a master's? What we've noticed is that's attractive to many of our clients, but it's not something that any one of them wants to take on. We think there's a, there's enough interest out there that we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that one of the things I really notice working in the the programs we do where we're developing the change practitioners for, for now and for the future is that really sharpens my practice. So I think it's one of the ways in which we keep our edge as practitioners. I noticed when I went to the States years ago, about 20 years ago, they had a, a much more well-developed model of scholar practitioners than I notice in the U and still notice in the UK Um, but I think actually there's something we're doing with this which is about you know having our own academic credentials as faculty on a master's program and doing our own our own study our own work in that area but that really feeds our practice out with clients it's a yeah a hugely sharpening process I find Mm. when you're teaching something when you're working with others who are learning something you yeah you're at the edge of your practice Mm. yeah coaching one of our areas of specialty is one-to-one coaching 
it's often part of a consultancy piece, but sometimes it's standalone. Sometimes that's what people specifically come to us for. Mm. Yeah, and team coaching. So coaching in all its forms. How do we show up in that space? I think, again, that's close to the grain of work. Mm. We don't tend to do one-off big hits. We, mm. we tend to be close to teams long term. Mm. So we might be coaching a, a senior team. The ask might be come in and, and help us as a team. We need a team away day or a couple of team away days. And actually what it often turns into is a team coaching process. Mm. Yes, there's a bit of early work in getting to know the team, some diagnostic conversations maybe. There might be some psychometrics. There might be some work with the team to get to know each other better. But often... It's a coaching process with that team actually doing their work as opposed to an away day, talking about things that you might not normally talk about. Yeah, again, finding leadership in the process mm. Mm. Uh, and in the collective rather than specific individual. Mm. Yeah, so that leadership existing between that group of leaders mm. and how are they all part of it, how do they contribute to it, how do they sharpen that space between them. Yeah, Yeah, and always paying attention to... The spaces in between people, mm. those relationships. What's the quality of those relationships? Because that's more important than any one part. Mm. And I like that there's never just a single bit of work, one off, move on. We're always thinking about the client as a whole and what's really going on for them mm. and working it out with them. Mm. You know, and, and we're agile enough to be doing a lot of different interventions, mm. see what works, see what patterns we can amplify, what we can disturb mm. yeah there's a lot of agility in Mabin we're a, we're a core team of six consultants and we have a, a large group of incredibly skilled associates with some very specific sets of expertise so if you have something which has got a big old design component you might be working with one of the core team and one of our associates to make sure we really show up well there if there's a particular flavour of leadership development you wanted there may well be a couple of the core team and or an associate who we're bringing in for that. We're able to meet you where you're at and what with the areas your needs are. Mm. So what Maven does is leadership and organisational development. Mm. But the how we do it mm. is quite different, I feel, in, in the quality um, of work we do and in the way we approach people, clients, organisations. One thing people talk about is the community, mm. the Maven community, it's not just an organisation. There's a community around it of clients, of friends, of associates, people who are moved by something that Maven does. Something resonates, whether mm. it's sort of artful practice, more creative com uh, conversations, the deep sort of reflective nature of, of the work, uh, and sort of come back all the time. And then that's how I found out about Maven. I went to, I met you <laughs> and then and then went to the Artful Conversations and just kept coming back because they were a lovely place to be, quite a special place. And didn't really find them, find that, that quality of space elsewhere. Hmm. Yes, I think our communities are really lovely, eclectic mix of current clients, ex-clients who want to stay connected, who are interested in what we're thinking about and talking about, come to some of our events, ex-associates who are remaining interested, current associates. Mm. Um, and the curious. Yeah, the curious, people who are on programmes, so alumni from some of our programmes. So, yeah, when we get into conversations in those community spaces, they can be 
really good fun. And there's a real diverse mix in there. Mm. Yeah. One of the things about our community that I think that's so generative is that there's a, there's a great feedback loop. People come to the community because it gives them something that they're not getting elsewhere, a space to reflect, a space for provocation, a safe space to sharpen their practice. And as Maven, we're sense-making from what, what's come out of those conversations. So that's yeah. then informing our practice. So then we, next time I'm sitting down with a client, I've got that conversation in the back of my mind mm. of that diverse group of people talked about and how might that resonate for this person right now? Might it be useful to bring it in? It may, it might not, but it's there's a great loop that happens. Mm, yeah, like the mindfully moving mm. towards hybrid post, working. Yeah, post, the post-pandemic working patterns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've been running an inquiry into post-pandemic working patterns that started with one event back in May this year, 2021. And there was a lot of energy in the conversation. So we ran a second event and then we did some podcasts with some people who were starting to move into the practicalities of how do we develop a hybrid workspace? Uh, what might we need to be thinking about doing now? What are some of the issues we're working on? And we've further events to come and we'll see how far the energy runs with it. I think that's another thing we do is we tap into what the energy in mm. organisations is, but in the sort of wider, the organisational sphere, as it were, what's interesting people, what's interesting us, what should we be talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about at the moment? Leadership, leading in the liminal? Yeah, leading leading in this liminal space. How do organisations learn? Yeah, lots of charged conversations at the moment and how to mm. stay in relationship while you have those charged conversations. Yeah, and it feels like a loop Again, as you were saying, kind of reflecting, adding mm. nuance, mm. adding experience, perspective. Mm. Yeah. I think one of the things we aim to do when we're working with a client is help them develop insight. And that often turns into broader organisational wisdom as you talk to ranges of people. But there's something that we also do with the community events, which is help create some wisdom about a particular area. So what do we collectively know about this? Um, how might that help us? Mm. What do we do with it? Yeah, collective wisdom. I definitely think that's something that Maven's all about. Yeah. And in that, there's definitely a feel of walking the talk. It's a very inclusive organisation. Very reflective. <laughs> yeah. So thoughtful. Yeah, I knew, I've known Maven almost since day one as a client initially. And then I came here a couple of years ago. And one of the things that was so refreshing about Maven, thinking about having been an internal practitioner and seeing lots of external practitioners, was the walking the talk. How Maven is run as an organisation, how we talk to each other in the organisation, how we are in the organisation, is a real modelling of what we do with our clients or what we seek to do with our clients. Mm. So we take the time, yeah, we focus on relationships, we take the time to understand what's going on in our organisation, what are our patterns, what's productive for us. We don't see Maven as a static entity. We see it as an, exper an ongoing experiment. Mm. Um, what if What if we do this? What if we what did a master's? What if we imagine <laughs> we might run a master's one day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that when I started Maven and I think we had our, one of our strategic conversations and it was slow. It was really slow to start and... We're all just being together. Mm. 
and and then it was really interesting. Nobody was trying to get anywhere, but suddenly we got somewhere. Mm. And I was like, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to get somewhere. Yeah, and, and then so you fall over each other. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. And sometimes it's a bit of a chimera, the, the, a sense that we need to get somewhere, but actually no one really knows where we need to get to. Mm. So what about if we just talk about what's going on right now and see what emerges mm. from that conversation? Yeah, that has the seeds of change in it. Mm. Um, mm. There's a wisdom in the system. Mm. Yeah. If Someone said to me recently, talking to Maven, it feels like coming home. And that's certainly what it felt like to me coming into Maven. It's a very welcoming place. Even at its most intellectual, which can be quite heady, <laughs> it's still a very welcoming, gentle place. I think. What does Maven feel like for you? I was thinking of when I first started working with Maven. It is very nurturing. It was very nurturing. So Maven showing up in our organisation with us as a team of OD practitioners. We asked for challenge, so they gave us that. And it was safe and it was nurturing. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I can feel like, oh, this might be a tricky conversation, but it never feels never feels hard. Mm. I know I never feel uh, exposed, vulnerable, but not exposed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a way of putting it. Most of our clients come to us when they know there's difficult stuff to deal with, and often you're not going to wade through the difficult stuff without the odd difficult conversation. Yeah. The challenge is often invited and then we'll hold you through that process, yeah. whether that's your team having that conversation or just us sitting down with one of the leaders or the chief exec and having that conversation. Yeah. And those kind of things balance out because it's nurturing, but it can be nurturing because you know then we're never going to dodge the difficult conversations. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. We're not nurturing by avoiding those conversations. We're nurturing because we care enough to have those conversations. Mm. Mm. Maven is a, is a place where we care enough for our clients to have the difficult conversations. Mm. Yeah. I think we're done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> Cans off. <laughs> Hope oh you enjoyed God. that. Bye. Bye.